Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Ms. Hart, for the music tonight. Turn your Bibles, if you would, please, to John chapter 2. John chapter 2. It's a good service this morning. Thank the Lord for everybody that was here. Continue to pray for the church, if you would, please. The Lord is blessing. He's sending people, and I'm so thankful for that. Pray for the Colbys. I talked to them just this afternoon, and uh, they, she said, I'm freezing to death up here, preacher. <laughs> so y'all pray for them, if you would, please. If you would, please turn to John chapter 2, and I want to begin reading verse 1. John 2, verse 1. And the third day there was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they buried. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water, there was made wine, and knew not whence it was. But the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and says to him, Every man at the beginning do set forth good wine. But when men have well drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Canaan of Galilee, and manifested forth his glory, and disciples believed on him. Father, we ask you in Jesus' name tonight that you'll bless the reading and studying of thy word to each one of us and those that hear. And help us, Lord, to always obey thy word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listening to the news and listening to what's going on in this country, uh, we're in, seems like, a hopeless situation with the president that we have and the mess that we got the people is over us. I don't understand uh, why we can't make a change of some sort, but it seems like everybody's saying we got to wait two years, two years. We won't have a country if we keep going like it is right now in two years. And then uh, you can't ever tell how people's going to vote even after the time comes to vote. There's a couple of my friends I was talking to just the other day, and uh, they said uh, they voted for Biden. I said, are you out of your mind? And I told oh, you must listen to Fox News. I said, I didn't know there was any other. But uh, talking to people and not understanding, they, they just, you can't tell what people going to do in this day and time. You know what we need? We need a miracle. And I'm serious about that. We need a literal miracle. Because the people that uh, is over us, this controlling stuff, a lady come to our church, it's a nurse this morning. 
I said, you get your shots? She, listen, she had to take all three COVID shots and the flu shot just to keep her job. Now, you think about that for just a minute. Now, I was always in America. I was always in a country that you can do what you want to do. We're free. Now, folks, that's, that means a lot. We're free. If I want to die, let me die. Amen? If I want to live, let me live. And when you think about these things, and ain't a thing you can do about it. It seems like our hands are just tied. And we have to take whatever's coming. What we need is a miracle. Now, without a doubt, I believe Jesus is God. Now, if for no other reason, because of the miracles He did while on this earth. First of all, I want you to think about this. What is a miracle? The word miracle means in the setting aside of a lower law by a higher law. Now, in other words, if you fall off a mountain, you fall down, not up. Because of gravity, that's natural. But God can and does supersede and change the law of gravity and His force and by His power if He desires. That would be a miracle if you fall upward. Amen? Now, that's a miracle. We think about miracles, and, and I don't think that people really understand what a real miracle is. God can and does supersede and changes things that He wants to think, change. The higher law being the law of God that supersedes the earth's law. For instance, water is H2O. But wine into water, that's a change of natural law to a higher law, God's. That's a miracle. Now, don't you turn over to Acts with me for just a minute. Acts chapter 2. I've been really praying for our country. I'm praying for change. And I'm just one man, but I do believe that God a God can do anything. And I want you to listen now, beginning in Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being in ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastened his eyes on him uh, with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with him into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened in him. And as the lame man which would heal held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the port that is called Solomon's greatly wondering. Now, when you read this, here's a man 40 years old, 
who had not uh, walked since his birth. He was born a cripple. And it would take a higher law of God to get him to walk again. That's a miracle. Now, the uniqueness of Jesus' miracles that he did while on this earth, Jesus' miracles were done to prove his deity and give a credibility to his message. Jesus came into this world and said, I am God in the flesh. I'm the one that can die for the sins of the whole world. And he did die for the sins of the whole world. Now, for somebody to walk in this room tonight and say that, that we knew enough, what would be the proof that they are God? Listen now, John chapter 2 verse 11. This beginning miracle did Jesus in King of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. If Jesus came in this room right now and we said prove to us uh, that we wanted to know by sight that he was really Jesus, God in the flesh, the one thing that he could do is change something from a lower law to a higher law and we'd understand only God can do that. By the way, every miracle that Jesus did in the Bible was done for one purpose. And that was to get the people to believe on Him. That promise. Moses, Aaron, Elijah, Peter, Paul, and ever so on. Perform miracles and uh, delegate by delegated power. Power given to them by God specifically for the task. But Jesus performed His miracles by His own power to demonstrate He is God, He is deity. Jesus performed 35 to 40 miracles recorded in the Gospels of all types because Acts chapter I mean Matthew 28 verse 18 says all power was given to him by his heavenly father in other words Jesus can do anything he desires to do then notice the scope of Jesus' miracles first of all over uh, over nature in Matthew 8, verse 26 and 27, that is contrary to nature, God's higher law over devils. Jesus cast out devils in Mark chapter 5, Matthew 8, Matthew 9, Matthew 15, Matthew 17, Mark 1. Jesus is far and above the devil then. Amen? And so we know that he has power over nature. We know he has power over demons. And then he has power over disease. He has power over palsy, an important man, over a withered hand, over the spirit of infirmity, over a hemorrhage of blood, over dropsy, over fever, over speech impediment, over eyes that cannot see, over deaf ears, over leprosy. All these things Jesus healed at least ten different kinds of sicknesses. Over death, He brought forth Lazarus from the dead. Jairus' daughter in Luke chapter 7, the son of the widow, Naaman, Jesus raised from the dead. So he has power over death. Over miracles, other miracles that Jesus did, he turned water into wine. He fed 5,000 at one time. He fed another 4,000 at one time. A walking on water, cursing the fig tree, it died immediately. The coin in the fish's mouth to pay the taxes. The coin, uh, the draught of fishes in Peter's net. 
But the greatest of all miracles Jesus did while on this earth was He raised Himself from the dead. Now you think about all the miracles that Jesus did. If I didn't have anything else in the Bible to prove that Jesus is God in the flesh, all you got to do is read what He did while He was here. And you'd understand. Only Jesus could, only God can do those things. The credibility of Jesus' miracles, He did these miracles for all to see. He didn't do them in a closet. He did them openly. His miracles cannot be separated from the Bible. Somebody says, I believe the Bible, but I don't believe the miracles. Then you don't believe the Bible. If you believe the Bible, then you have to believe in miracles. Because it recorded, the Bible records miracles that Jesus did. His miracles cannot be separated from the Bible. So, uh, notice again, Jesus' healing has never been disproved by scientists or, or scientists or doctors. Jesus sent to John word and told him to examine the miracles Jesus had done and he would know he was and is the Christ of the Messiah in Matthew chapter 11. To attempt to explain the miracles of Jesus, now you think about what I'm fixing to say. To attempt to try to explain the miracles of Jesus is, to, is an insult to God's integrity. The record of God is true. The Bible records these. Amen? Now, I, I, I watch these. I love to aim but a few things I can watch on TV anymore. But one thing, I, I love to watch nature and those things that has to do with nature on TV programs. But one night I was watching, and they're trying to prove or disprove the miracles that Moses did, God did through Moses. And they was talking about the, at the during the time that they crossed the Red Sea, <clears throat> that that was time of trial. And the water was but just a foot deep. And so they, they could walk across the, the Red Sea during that time. Well, you dummy, you just made it a bigger miracle than the Bible said because it drowned in a bunch of uh, Egyptians. Amen? It's, it's like, like a man was talking to me. I believe in uh, sprinkling for baptism. I said, you can't sprinkle somebody, uh, you know, in a cup and as dead. You can't put a dead man in a cup of water. Amen? you got to do it like the Bible says. You put them under. I'd like to see you put a man under in a cup. You can't do it. And when people try to explain away the things that God teaches plainly in the Bible, <coughs> they literally try to make it bigger than it was. Now, why did Jesus do miracles? <coughs> to prove to the world He's God. And only God can do these things. Miracles strengthen those who already believe. Not those that don't believe. Those that already believe. Uh, it strengthens our faith. But no miracle has ever saved any soul. Yet miracles led people to saving faith in Christ according to John chapter 12 verse 37. Now, are miracles, and this is what I was getting to, are miracles possible today? Now remember what I said a miracle was. It's a higher power overcoming a lower power. That's a miracle. So is it such a thing as miracles today? According to Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, God never changes. 
Man might change, but God never changes. So if God never changes, and miracles are true because the Bible says so, and record that Jesus did miracles, then they can say it's miracles today. Now, if miracles were possible then, they are today. Who was this man who had power to heal all kinds of diseases? Who had power over nature, walked on water, calmed the wind and waves? Who was this man who fed 5,000 at one time and 4,000 at another with a handful of food? Who was this man who raised the dead? Who was this man that death had no victory over him? You know who he was? He was the miracle worker. Amen? He was Jesus. When I was called the other day to go see that man in the hospital, and I went over to the hospital to see him, and a, a tire, get this, he was, a man was filling up a tire that he was trying to get a rim, the tire on the rim. And you know, you have to put enough air in the tire, some old big truck tire, and they pop up and seal themselves. And the man just kept putting air in the thing that it blew up and hit him right through here, took his eye out, and part of it hit And you say, Preacher, did he live? Yeah, he did. Now, I got news for you, brother. That takes a miracle. And that takes a miracle. Did you know I have prayed for people that people thought they couldn't be saved and they wouldn't be saved and they were saved by God's grace? I've seen alcoholics and all kinds, just name anything you want to, uh, people that stooped in sin. I've led all kinds to saving faith in in the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, Preacher, you sure can do something great by God because you're so great in the Scriptures and strengthen the oldest. No, it took a miracle of God to do it. Absolute miracle. And the miracles are possible today. And I believe that Christians today need to get back to this thing of depending on God to work some things, to get some things done behind the scenes. I just believe with all my soul that what is the rulers over us, that God can still touch their hearts and change things. I really do. If I didn't, I won't. Didn't, I told somebody the other day, said, Preacher, we need to move to Australia. I said, Are you out of your mind? You've been reading things about what's going on in Australia? They're worse than they are here. Amen. I'm not believing. I want to get rid of the message here. And I just believe that we need to pray. And by the way, did you know it's going on in the churches too? Churches are changing, just like the government. And people's lives, they're changing. I'm so disgusted at what they're teaching in our schools to our little children. Can you imagine? How would you, if somebody sat down with my little granddaughter right now, little Evelyn, and started teaching her that mess that they're teaching in public school, I'm telling you, I'd be right down there with them. When my son was going to Brandon High School, wrestling on Brandon team, uh, the uh, I found out that he had skipped school for two or three days, and I went down there and I, I wanted to see his teacher first. And uh, he said to me, and this is what he said to me: "You're the only one that cares." 
about your boy. There ain't nobody else cares for you, Miss Good. I said, I don't see your principal. I went in t- and talked to the principal. And I wanted him to know, listen, if my son ever skips school again and out of class again, I want to know about it. But I want to tell you something. I want, I want somebody over our kids today that will teach our kids right. I want people in government today that we can get back to our old, government, our old country way that are teaching truth in this country. And that's going to take a miracle. It really is. Because the people that I see in, in power right now that's over us haven't got a lick of sense. I mean, none, it seems like. But you know God's still in control. God can change that in a twinkle of an eye. If God's people would pray and seek God's faith and, faith and ask Him for a miracle, do something great. I was reading a verse the other day that I left a quote to myself. The Bible says, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Think about that. You ever watch a little bird? <laughs> I got a nest over in a bush at my place. And you look over in that, in that bush and those little birds, if they feel something, they think it's the mother coming back and they got their mouth wide open. And that's a picture that God has gotten to you and to me as His children. Open your mouth wide. You know what He said? Ask for big things. Not little things. My goodness. I, I sometimes pray and, and I, I say, Lord, I need some money to pay a bill with or something. And, and uh, then I get up from praying. I said, now God could rain it down from heaven. But He said in His Word, if you don't work, don't eat. Then it's my job to work and get my money. That wouldn't take a miracle. That'd just take me getting a job. Amen? What I would like to see is God do something that's out of the ordinary. Change people's lives. You know, that's the reason I, I love our church. And you know what? This church is famous all over Brandon and all over Tampa for being a friendly church and loving one another and caring for one another. And people are hearing about it. And I want you to know something. I believe still God can get people back to church back to serving the Lord, back to doing what we used to do for the Lord and be a godly country, but it's going to take a miracle. And I want us to pray and seek God's face and ask of Him. He said, ask and you shall receive. You know, it's one thing to know you need something. It's another thing to ask. Ask and you shall receive. We've got a great God. A God that can do anything. And when you read of all the things He did in the Bible, and I look at them, I said, boy, wouldn't it have been something? How would you like to have been there that day and seen that guy with crippled legs that couldn't even walk, hadn't walked since birth, and all of a sudden he jumps up and starts walking? How would you like to have seen it? Boy, I'd like to have seen that, amen? Wait a minute. I did see it by faith. It's just as real to me if I'd have been there. Somebody said, I'd like to have been there and seen Jesus crucified. And then I, no, I did see it. I saw it by faith. The Word of God said it. It's true. Wait, then if I can believe it just that simple, I can surely believe God for something, a miracle here. And that's what I want so bad. I want to see my kids serving the Lord. I want to see 
of people's families doing things like they used to do and, and praying with one another and reading the Bible with one another and just, just serving the Lord. And boy, I'm going to tell you something. I have lo- I've watched some families just lately come back to the Lord and look on their faces now. They've got a smile back on their face. Happiness in their heart. That takes a miracle. Let's stand. Heavenly Father, we do desire a miracle from You. And we realize, God, that You're the only one who can work a miracle. You can change the natural laws into a higher law beyond our imagination. And Father, these things that I want all the time and I know that I'm not in control and I cannot do it. But I have somebody that's working behind the scenes and he can work in a heart clean across this nation. And I can't go there, but you can. And you can speak to hearts and minds and change whatever you would have done. Father, help us to pray thy will be done. I want your will to be done. But I have desires. And you've asked us to pray for what we want. You've got a reason behind that. And I ask you, dear God, would you bless us tonight as your people. Cause us to walk straightly before people that they might see our miracle-working God as he does things for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing, sir. Page 84, please. Page 84. but he just wants us to pray for him and what he's going through right now. And I want to do that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I do pray for each one, Lord, that needs your hand upon us, but especially this man and what he's going through right now. And Father, I pray that you'd answer this prayer and take care of him. But these others, Teresa and, and Penny, and Lord, there's just so many just need your hand upon their lives at this very time. But Lord, we ask you for change, that there be good for things done, that we can see them being done, that we might glorify thy name when we realize it could be done no other way but by your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.